Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Back here in the Odyssey Palace, I'm Matt Scravey. Frank Marchese with me as well. And uh, Frank, you are the topic of conversation on my Twitter. Uh Uh-oh. Stewie Sloan says, are you paying Frank overtime for his double show? I personally do not pay him, but I would love for the company to pay Frank overtime. When, when I was working in New York, this was standard. Like standard. If you, had, if you had a weekend shift, you worked two shows on the weekend. You were producing two shows. This wow. was standard. All right. Well, I am only used to the four-hour variety, but I appreciate Frank staying here today. I actually was driving home last night and thinking about today, and I was like, wait a second. No one's with me tomorrow. So I called Adam, probably bothered him because it was like 8 p.m. at night, and he ended up uh, getting Frank to stay for the first two hours. So thank you very much, Frank. Uh, We actually talked a lot about the F1 race in Las Vegas leading up to it. And Frank is our our in-house racing expert. I did tell everybody, I don't know if you heard this the other day, but I was on the air telling everybody that you are like a play-by-play person for iRacing. Mm -hmm. And so you know a lot about racing. I was very impressed by the F1 Las Vegas. Um, I know I didn't have to deal with the traffic or or the valve covers that are coming off of the street, but I thought it looked awesome. It wasn't that great of a race, though, from what I hear and see. I I enjoyed what I saw. The event was so embarrassing. If you're a fan of Formula One like I am, if you're an idiot who will wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning to watch some of these races, (laughs) it was embarrassing. Why? The whole weekend, all the fluff about it, it just, it was so, it was so cringy. It was so bad. I'm surprised like, to hear you say like this. Michael Buffer announcing the rate, the drivers. It's like you have dude, to have Michael Buffer no, in Vegas. You don't. What, okay, so what's why? Why can't why can't F1 Vegas have a good time, but F1 Dubai and all the other places in the world that they, they do don't this do race. no, they don't do the same thing. They do not. They don't have do the like same the local th- Michael Buffer announcing no. people. No, they just go there, do the race. They put on a little bit of a show. Nothing, nothing like this. And and run the race, and that's it. They let the race be the show, which is the way it's supposed to be. They don't build a show around the race. But it's Vegas. It's the first time it's been there in a long I get, time. No, I get it. It's Vegas, but they're also doing a big show when they go to Miami. Are they? That's, yes. Because no, well, because I know that they have a ten-year deal with Las Vegas. F one does. Is yeah. that like pray for Vegas on that one? What's the, <laughs> what's the the word? Are they going to have one next year? 
They have to. Because yeah, it's they, a 10-year deal. Yeah, they have to have it. The The event itself, grandstand tickets. Now, we were just talking about possibly going to the NASCAR race in Vegas uh, in March. Tickets for the NASCAR race are $70-ish to uh, sit yeah. in the grandstands yeah. over the three days. But F1's like 800 Three grand. I saw tickets go down to like $300. Yeah, because people were trying to get rid of them. Exactly. There were VIP tickets out there for $17,000 a ticket. Well, that's, for Vegas. that's just ridiculous. That's embarrassing. That's disgusting. I wouldn't pay for any sporting event that much money. Meanwhile, I can go, I can fly to a completely different country, Bahrain, for this example, for the season opener, and pay 2000 for the same exact thing. You, say, you know what you sound like? You sound like Ma- like you're a Max Vers- Verstappen fan. Ver- Verstappen? Don't insult me. What, Don't. How do you say his last name? It's it's Verstappen, but Ver- no. Oh, you are definitely... Nuh-uh. You and Max were so angry together about this. Max said yes, it was an we easy were. course. You know what, Max? You've already won the points title, I believe. Yes. Just win the points title and do the race, man. Weeks ago, he won it. You're, you're such a Max Verstappen no, fan. No, I am not. I am a Ferrari Why fan. Why are you wearing was... a Max Verstappen jumpsuit right now? For those of you on YouTube, it's 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 a radio show, sure, but we are streaming, so like you can see. Yeah, yeah, all right. But all I right. was, it was driving me nuts as a Ferrari fan. Oh, it drove me nuts the whole weekend with science and the drain and the with the science and the manhole cover. That was ridiculous. Don't the call p- it a manhole cover. It it's a, a valve cover. No, it was a manhole cover. <laughs> okay, that broke the car completely. To where they can't use anything. I know, and on Ferrari's that car. like it suing. It broke the car, which Ferrari should sue if it. Broke yeah, they the car. should. It cost them millions of dollars, and they still got the the ten place grid penalty for it. Didn't matter. Science spun in the first corner anyway. But why then, you, said, you know, Frank? Why why can't you just be happy with the race? There are people in the no, chat the right now. Okay, the race I, was good. Okay, the race was good. The race right. was good. Where it mattered, the race was good. Okay. It was the most overtakes of the season. Uh, Lewis oh, Hamilton, right. I saw the stat today. Lewis Hamilton passed, made 15 passes, which is the most any driver has made all season long. The race was good. Came down to strategy, and every single time something happened, Ferrari was on the wrong end of it, which had me yelling at 1130 at night. But... <laughs> Everything before it, everything around it, just get rid of it all. Just don't, you don't have to siphon money from people like this. Just put the race on, come into the city, put the race on, and then leave. You don't have to charge people $17,000 to go to an F1 race. You don't. It's, uh, I, it's no, disgusting. I, no, I, I agree with you. I'm not a big pop and circumstance guy, uh, but I'm also, I don't care how much they charge for a ticket because you know what? Those people are going to pay for the ticket. So why am I, why am I not, mad? You're not getting the real Formula One fan, though. You're getting a corporate dope who just wants to show off. Okay, now we've gone you're into Scraby territory. You're not getting the fan. Now we've gone into Matt Scraby territory, and we've uh, spent way too much time on that one. And the fans Vegas. that were there, the fans that were there for the first two practice sessions, because they had to repair the track after the first one, the, they kicked out all the fans that wanted to watch the second practice session because it started too late. It started at two thirty in the morning. They kicked all the fans out before the practice session started. I feel like it was a little weird the hours that they were holding over there in yeah. Vegas. 
have a race start at one o'clock in the morning on the East Coast in the same country is ridiculous. In the stream, Anthony says, OMG, Frank is in Reddit mode. I agree. Reddit mode. All right. With that it's said, passion. it's time for the Daily Gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. All right, the Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Everybody, please gamble responsibly. No bets today. I just had a few news stories that we could talk about, and then we're going to go over some of the Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day games. Yes, Thanksgiving games. Now, the U.S. in this year of 2023 is on pace to hit a record of 100 billion with a b dollars in sports betting 100 billion and you know what chris said yesterday that is ringing true in my ears right now is that uh who was complaining uh there was someone complaining about money and he was like oh it's dak prescott dak prescott told people to stop gambling if they're going to be so angry. And Chris said, well, Dak, I mean, that's what's paying your salary. And more and more, I know this is all on the NFL, but a lot of that money is now coming into the NFL through sports betting. So, yeah. It's amazing how they hated it so, so much until they figured out a way to profit off of it. Now I'm saying it ain't that bad. It's not that bad. We'll, we'll, We'll promote it during our games, actually. Come on, California. Get with it. Get with it. This yesterday of the Pacers and Hawks game, the the total score was set at 252.5 points, uh, the highest total in the NBA in almost 30 years. Well, incredibly, it went over, which is incredible all on its own. But it, th- th- I had to look to make sure this game didn't go over to overtime or anything like that. It didn't go into overtime. The Pacers won this game 157 to 152, meaning the over cashed by 57 points. They combined for 309 points. I don't know if they wanted to be on the right side of history or if they really just can't play defense, but this is crazy. Why play defense when you can cash somebody's bet? Uh, You're right, but that's because (laughs) it looks terrible. I don't want to watch. I, you know, I don't really want to watch a one fifty seven, one fifty two basketball. Game. Would you rather watch a one fifty seven, one fifty two game, or would you rather watch like an eighty six to seventy game? Uh, Where everyone's would, just more missing scoring, everything. More scoring. I'd okay, rather have so more scoring. Go. But there's it, your answer. I want some defense. I want to see some block shots. I want to see some steals. I want to see some some uh, hard fouls. All that good stuff. But that was crazy when I saw that. I knew I had to update everyone on that. The favorites on Thanksgiving for the NFL are 46 and 8 straight up in the history and 36 and 18 against the spread. So here is uh, some of the numbers for tomorrow's games. Now, the first game is going to be the Packers and the Lions at 9:30 in Detroit. The Lions are 7 and a half point favorites in this one. 
I I feel like the Packers actually give the Lions a go in this game just because it's going to be on national TV. And the Packers have been playing a little bit better as of late. Not great, but they've been playing a slight bit better. Jordan Love's been a little bit better as well. So uh, the Lions at seven at seven and a half point favorites. I'm not sure that that's a good bet. The Cowboys now. Here's one that's crazy. The Cowboys are 12.5-point favorites over the Commanders, which is a game that starts at 1.30. Commanders are not a great team, not a good team. But I don't know that they're 12.5 points worse than the Cowboys. The Cowboys have been playing great as of late, but 12.5 points is a ton of points for an NFL game. I thought it was 11 when we just did it with uh, Braden. Oh, maybe it's moved down. This is all uh, okay. as of this morning. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, when I check my DraftKings stuff, this is as of this morning. But if it's changed, it's changed. But still, sounds like it's in the double digits. And that's still a lot of points. I would bet on the Commanders if I was someone out there betting. Because plus I- 11, plus 12 and a half. It's an NFL game. It's a division game. It's a Thanksgiving Day game. It doesn't get... Much bigger than that outside the playoffs and Super Bowl. I said the same thing with Braden. Dallas just completely dismantles bad teams. And yes, I am going to call Washington a bad team if they lose to the Giants twice this season. I I'm good at I usually shy away from double digit spreads in the NFL, but I think Dallas has this one locked. Really? Yeah. All at, right. At locked. home at home against a ridiculous against a bad team, they tend to wipe the floor with them this year. We it's have, against the good teams you have to worry. I know I'm jumping all over the place, but uh, Eric on the stream says, Frank, how did you feel when Justin Bieber was waving the winner's flag? I I about had the race turned off. I had it muted because I didn't want to hear what Croft was going to have to say. I okay. had my I had LeClaire's uh, spotter chat, crew chat on oh, my phone, so right. I was listening to that. But it, it's just, again... It's more show for nothing. I love when Bieber waved the flag. It was my favorite part of the race. You are just Back the to the Daily Gambit. The 49ers are playing the Thursday night football game, and they are on the road in Seattle taking on the Seahawks. They are seven-point favorites in the game. So this tells me, you know, the, the spread is not where you want to bet on Thanksgiving Day games, and I think it's correct in this sense because uh, – or this year – I said it before, 36 and 18 against the spread, 46 and 8 on straight up uh, bets on Thanksgiving Day. So here are the money line bets. The Lions are minus 375, the Cowboys are minus 700, and the 49ers are minus 345. Those are all the favorites in the game. And uh, I would say, I would say take the Packers, or not the Packers on the money line, but on the spread. I would say take the Lions, Cowboys, and I can't pick against my 49ers, so I'm going to take all the, the favorites according to the money line. Do you think there's going to be any upsets tomorrow, Frank? No, I, I don't think so, honestly. I I mean, if anything, and I'm sorry, I'm not doing this to poke at you because you've been poking at me this whole time. If anything, you might see Seattle and San Francisco. That could be the closest one. With a hurt Geno Smith? I'm saying, And the perfect Brock Purdy? You're only you're only favored by what seven and a half on the road with a hurt quarterback seven. and another hurt star player. That's Seattle's a pretty difficult place to play. You also yeah, get I know three, that's what I'm you saying. You also get three points for being the home team. So really, this game is minus 10 49ers. I I don't think San Francisco is going to lose. What I'm saying is that that one I think is going to be the closest game. I think Detroit Detroit should be fine. 
Dallas should be fine. I think, if anything, on the road in Seattle, tough place to play, even with a hurt Geno Smith. I That one, I think, is going to be the closest game. I think it's going to be 71 to nothing, 49ers. At least you're not a fan of one of the teams <laughs> swaying real, that decision. Real quick, last uh, these are some of the bets that I saw out there that were uh, looking pretty good. The Lions, Jamison Williams, over 23.5 rushing plus receiving yards. He's come on the past few weeks, and he has had uh, you know over the 23.5 last week at least. And um, he does rush the ball as well. So 23.5 does not seem too hard to accomplish. Now the Cowboys... I saw this one I thought was hilarious, plus 175 if the defense or the special teams get a touchdown in the game because the Cowboys have been incredible at the the whole uh, returning interceptions or pick-sixing. So plus 175 for that. And then the 49ers, if you want to try to win $300,000 or something, at plus 30,000, someone predicted the final score of the game. And it would be 49ers 24, Seahawks 19. I can see that happening. That covers that covers the spread for Seattle. It does, and I can see that happening. But if you want to bet a, a, a prediction of a game score, 24-19 plus 30,000. We all know that I tried to predict Padres games forever, and it took me all season long. So I'm not going to be making this bet. But if you want to, you can make that bet. All right. Wow. Time got away from me. Now I know why Chris is always going too long. That was a shot at Chris. I'm Matt Scraby. That's Frank Marchese. This is Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. Hope you are enjoying your Thanksgiving Day Eve. If you are stuck in traffic, I'm sorry. When I was driving down here, I saw all of the people going up the five, and it looked like it was going to be tough. So let's get you your traffic report, and then when we get back, we're going to be talking about Drew Brees. He says that he can only do this now. And this I'll tell you on the other side. I was trying to figure out where else to go with that. But here is your traffic report. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 
15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Wow, oh wow, has Frank stirred up the chat on the stream. You can go to YouTube, type in 97.3 The Fan, watch us live right now. But Frank went in the chat and was uh, telling all the F1 people. Giving them the business, as Tony would say. So if you want to join us there, you can go to YouTube. All right, real quick, I said that uh, Drew Brees, he came out and said something that's pretty surprising, actually. By the way, I'm Matt Scraby. That's Frank Marchese. This is 97.3 The Fan, Gwyn and Chris. Uh, Drew Brees, he was on the ESPN Radio Greeny show, and... Greeny asked if he's received any phone calls from teams about coming back and playing quarterback for a little bit. And he said that there may have been a feeler or two. Drew Brees said this. There may have been a feeler or two a year or two after his retirement. But he's now five years out. And he also said this. Look, quote, I'll let you in on a little fact. I don't throw with my right arm anymore. My right arm does not work. So when I throw in the backyard right now, I throw left-handed. And uh, so this all stems from his dislocated shoulder that he suffered in 2005, as we all know. He was with the Chargers when that happened. James Andrews, the doctor that used to uh, do surgery on everyone, repaired the shoulder in 2006. But apparently he's saying that he can't even get his arm above his shoulder or his, yeah, his arm above his shoulder anymore. And he has extremely limited use of it. So he said, if my right arm worked, I would be playing he said absolutely still be playing so um apparently this injury put him on the fast track to a degenerative shoulder and all kind of arthritic changes but that's uh those are the stories that you 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 don't really hear about we're hearing about it because drew Brees is one of the best quarterbacks of all time but you don't really hear about some of these injuries that players have after their career and was it worth it to him to lose the use of his shoulder I think yes, it would. It was worth it to him because he has no regrets. He's got a Super Bowl ring, baby. He's got a Super Bowl ring. He passed for over sixty-eight thousand yards, fifteen years. I mean, it's it's NFL insane. Hall oh no, of I'm Famer? sorry. He passed for over eighty thousand yards. He'll be an NFL Hall of Famer. That's if you didn't make the Hall of Fame, if you only played a couple of years and you have that happen to you, yeah, that's that's not really a good trade off. But if you're a Hall of Famer, have a Super Bowl ring, yeah, I'd say, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I guess James Andrews. I'm about I'm I'm getting surgery on my shoulder at some point here soon from Kaiser Permanente. And I, I didn't know James Andrews worked for Kaiser Permanente. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. It's it's now Dr. Elatrage, I believe. Yeah, Elatrage he's, he's is the, the big guy. guy. But apparently in 2006, when Dr. James Andrews performed the surgery, he used 12 anchors, which is the most he's ever used at the time. And he had to repair a complete 360-degree tear of Breeze's labrum. Uh, additionally, he reportedly repaired at least a partial tear in the rotator cuff as well. So, wow. That's That's is not a lot. good. No, no. That's a lot. But Drew Breeze saying can't use his right arm anymore to throw a ball, which... 
I mean, how's he going to do charity games going forward? Because he has to play quarterback in a charity game, right? Hand it off. Is he going to? He's going to throw left-handed now. He's probably a better left-handed quarterback than I will ever be. Good excuse to become amphibious, though. You know, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you just say? I heard amphibious. Yeah. Say it again. I said it's a good excuse for him to become amphibious. Why? Well, now he has to use his left arm. Okay, I don't know what's happening here. It Let's was a, just... it was an old it was an old WFAN bit with uh, uh, with Boomer and Carton. It's okay. they swapped ambidextrous and amphibious back in. Ah, uh, okay. Well, there other. we go. Frank did work on WFAN, so that does make sense, and that is kind of funny. But um, let's move on to the next story. Travis Kelsey. We talk about him a lot. We're going to talk about him with or about him to Marcus McNeil here in a little bit, but. Travis Kelsey did this whole tell-all in the Wall Street Journal, and he says, when they asked him, do you think about retirement, he said more than anyone could ever imagine. And so he is 34, and he's had a tough year. Uh, it's not his best I don't year. I how but... tough a year he's had. See who's on his arm. Okay, well, yes. I mean, on he's the field. He's had a pretty good year. On the field, it's been a tough year when Taylor Swift is not in attendance, and okay, then when fair. she is in attendance, it's been a great year for him. But on, in all honesty, he 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 fumbled the ball on Monday night. He also dropped an easy pass that was on like third or fourth down. I think it was third down. It was or it was a down that they absolutely needed to convert. He dropped that. He said he's got to be better. He's just not playing up to that level that he has in the past. But he is talking about retirement, or at least thinking about retirement. So. I don't know what he's going to do. I have a feeling this is just a middle of the season. I'm tired and all of this type of discussion. But Travis Kelsey, one of the greatest, could be done. Jason Kelsey could be done too. What are we going to do, Frank, without the Kelsey brothers? I don't know. I don't know what the NFL is going to do without Taylor Swift at the moment if if he does retire. What? Or God forbid they break up. Oh, oh, what would the NFL do without Taylor Swift? Oh, I don't know. She's made that league. She has made the league, but you know what? They backed off on the Chiefs, Chiefs stuff. Like when they were the NFL was openly cheering for the Chiefs to win because Taylor Swift was at the game. That was a little too much. But yeah, want to talk about that real quick before we get to the break and get to Marcus McNeil. This story hit me in the face, and I had to click it just to make sure that I knew. What I was reading as a headline was actually what was happening. Ruh-roh. Here is the headline. Jim Ursay cites status as white billionaire for 2014 arrest. And I thought, this can't be Jim. Jim Ursay, you know? So I click on it. Yeah, it's Jim Ursay, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts. In 2014, he was arrested for operating a vehicle while intoxicated. And he is saying that it was a result of police prejudice against him for being, quote-unquote, a rich white billionaire. Um, when asked why... <laughs> it's not even funny, actually. It's, it's just sad that he thinks this because he did this. Uh, he did an interview with HBO Sports, and so he, he pleaded guilty to this back in September 2014. And they said, well, why did you plead guilty then? And he said, just to get it over with, which... I don't know. He also said, or here's the full quote. I am prejudiced against, I am, okay, let me start that over. I am prejudiced against because I'm a rich white billionaire. If I'm just the average guy down the block, they're not pulling me in. Of course not. (laughs) 
I don't care what it sounds like. It's the truth. I could give a damn what people think uh, how anything sounds or sounds like. This is really hard to read. The truth is the truth, and I know the truth. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty (laughs) sure that the average guy down the block will go to jail for uh, operating a vehicle while intoxicated. Scravy, you're alone on this one. I'm not going to be able to say something without getting in trouble. You're alone on this one. (laughs) I don't don't understand it. Jim Irsay keeps saying crazier things. Like, he's always been a little crazy, but... To be a white, you were arrested because you're a white billionaire. I, I, I don't believe that. I'm not with you on this, Jim Ursay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it safe. Okay, good, good. Don't say anything that you would regret because Jim Ursay is not gonna regret this. And he said, "It's a fact. It's a fact. I don't know. I don't believe it for one second. I think this is what he believes. I, I, he's not lying in his head, but this is insane." This is really crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, that's where we're going to leave the Jim Ursay story. I wish Tony was here and Chris so we could all make fun of them together because uh, that's that would be really fun. But when we get back, we have Marcus McNeil, former left tackle of the San Diego Chargers. He is going to join us to talk a little bit about the NFL, Thanksgiving Day games, and how does a coach lose a locker room? All of that's next on 97.3 The Fan. <laughs> Matt Scraby, back with you here, Odyssey Palace 97.3, the fan, hoping everybody is having a good Thanksgiving Eve, Thanksgiving Day Eve. Frank, uh, Frank told me something in the break that's a little crazy. He told me that he's already had Thanksgiving. Yes. So you're, you're not going to eat tomorrow? No, um, my brother lives in Arizona with his his wife and son, who just turned three. They were here for his birthday, so uh, they came down, and we decided Thanksgiving with them. So we did that a couple weeks ago. So my tomorrow is going to consist of doing something I wouldn't want to do for another week and a half, which is putting up Christmas decorations. Oh, I, I Christmas decorations just got a shiver down my spine. Christmas decorations start on December first. Period. Well, he, okay, that's a whole nother topic that we could go for hours on. I think Thanksgiving, unfortunately, is now the new Christmas light day. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you put the lights on Thanksgiving night for some people. My dad used to be the guy who would uh, do the music lights and all that stuff, so it would take him probably. A month leading up to it for it to to set everything up, and and so I had to help him with it, and I, we're the same exact human being, and so we always just end up getting in these massive fights, and then I get left on like a ladder up at the top yep. of the house, <laughs> and I'm just like, why why are you leaving me? Type of thing, and then he won't hand me this, and I won't hand him that. It just becomes a disaster. Uh, so we don't do that anymore. <laughs> we do less lights, but that was a good. Five to seven years of um, guilt. Yeah. Guilty of the arguing, not guilty of getting left on a ladder, though. Uh, I've been left on a roof before. I have but I was not. also a jerk, and I, I deserved have, it. I have not. Me and my dad, we we butt heads because we feel as though we're not like listening to each other. That kind of thing. We're trying to explain things in our own way, and it just doesn't get across, so we think we're not understanding each other. Meanwhile, we're explaining the same thing in a different way, and it just 
yeah. it always starts something. Yeah, and then like if my brother's there, then my brother will say something to like anger me, and then I go after him. And yep. it, my brother's like the perfect zero to one thousand guy for me. Like I could just be sitting there watching TV, and he'll say something to me, and we'll start fighting about it. Like the famous fight that you know what, Eric? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh no! I have the power of the microphone, and you don't. Uh oh. A couple years ago, not more than a couple years ago, maybe like 10 years ago, we got into one of our biggest fights over two football players. There you go. We were arguing about who was the better quarterback, Alex Smith or Mark Sanchez. Oh, dear. (laughs) And I argued to the death that Alex Smith was the better quarterback. I would agree with you. And he argued to the death that Mark Sanchez was the better quarterback. And we, I'm not kidding, Frank, that was, we almost came to blows. Just because Mark Sanchez will have one highlight played forever and ever and ever does not make him the best quarterback. Say it again. Just because. Oh, the butt fumble? Yes. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes you a terrible quarterback. (laughs) When you're known more for the butt fumble than you are for your actual play, because he did go, Mark Sanchez for. It's a Thanksgiving uh, anniversary as well. Mark Sanchez for a couple years there was pretty, pretty uh, good. I mean, his team won the AFC Championships. Who did he have behind him, though? I don't remember. Who was his running back? Oh, was it like Curtis Martin? No, it was LT. It was, you're right. It was Tomlinson. Tomlinson carried those teams. It wasn't, Sanchez was decent, but it was Tomlinson that carried those teams. Um, Abraham on the stream is saying Mark Sanchez is the better quarterback. I don't agree with you whatsoever. Alex Smith has the longer career. He made more playoff games. He was a number one overall pick. But anyway, that's how the Scraby family got down on Thanksgiving 10 years ago. Fights over who's the better quarterback, Alex Smith or Mark Sanchez. Oh my gosh, I just realized the time. We got to get to traffic and then Marcus McNeil on the other side. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Being joined by the show's official left tackle, Marcus McNeil, here with us. Uh, Thanksgiving Eve. Thank you so much, Marcus, for coming on a day before Thanksgiving. Oh, man. I, I need to lose some calories anyway, Craig, before <laughs> I get ready to start eating. Well, let's let's talk about the NFL Thanksgiving Day. Did you ever play on any Thanksgiving Day games? I'm curious to see if you had. I don't know if, I, if I've ever asked you that. 
No, you know what? I, actually, I don't think so, Scrape. I, I was always able to enjoy Thanksgiving with the family. You know, I wasn't able to go back home, but we usually was able to do Thanksgiving at home. That's. I, I think that's a lot better. I mean, who wants to go play a football game when you could be eating instead? I mean, come on. Man, come on. I, I mean, I did want to try one of those turkeys they got with eight <laughs> legs. Though. Yes. Yes, those turkey legs that they give the player of the game. <laughs> Like, yeah. I remember Richard Sherman just, like, chowing down on one of those things. That, you know, I'm not a turkey leg guy, but if I won Thursday Night Football Player of the Game, I would be eating that turkey leg for sure. Definitely eating it. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a Monday Night Football game that was pretty good. It was the Eagles and the Chiefs. It maybe was a little sloppy, but I think that was a good team game from both sides but what I take from this game is that the Chiefs badly need a pretty good receiver outside of Marquez Valdez-Scantling or even outside of Travis Kelsey you know Patrick Mahomes is so good he doesn't need the top tier talent but do you think the Chiefs have a Super Bowl team this year with where they're at on the offensive side Uh, I think they do but you called it early on it was just an ugly game it was a rain game so when you have a rain game, it's just tough on those wide receivers just to make some of those catches that they were using make. And that's why you usually want to establish a solid run game. But, uh, of course, with a, with a defense like the Eagles have, you know, Fletcher Cox and stuff up front, they want to be able to exploit some of those uh, DBs and stuff and still get it to their receivers. But, I mean, when Travis Kelsey ain't catching the ball, like something got to be going on. That is true. That is true. I was a little annoyed because I have Travis Kelsey in fantasy and he in Patrick Mahomes through the Judson Watson like 12 times in the game. I don't even know who that guy is. Anyway, <laughs> different conversation. But Isaiah Pacheco, we were talking about this off the air yesterday, how hard that guy runs. Like blocking for that guy, I mean, you're our show's left tackle, so you got to think that blocking for that guy is pretty fun for that Chiefs line. Oh, heck yeah, man. Whenever you got a back like that, I, I imagine it being like a – LT or Adrian Peterson, you can just expect them to just bust a 100-yard or 50-60-yard <laughs> run at any time. You know, it's like, just give him the ball. He might be able to score. I promise you. I promise you. So, he's just an exciting player to run. He runs hard. He's fast. Uh, he's a dynamic player, you know. So, I, I, I love personally to run for a back like that, and I've had a few good backs in my past. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have had a few good backs in your past. Uh, Michael Turner was one of them, I believe. And yeah. uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, the back of your past. So you, you know what you're yeah. talking about, Marcus, is what I'm trying to get to here. Uh, yeah. Last thing about the Chiefs. I actually read this before we got on the phone, but Travis Kelsey did an interview with the Wall Street Journal the other day, and he did say that he was contemplating retirement, which is strange for me to hear because he's at the height of his game right now. But I guess I can't ask you why he would consider retirement, but what goes into that decision for players to go and retire, especially guys like Travis Kelsey? Wow. Was that Travis or Jason? I was hoping it was Jason who said that, but I I just I know that Jason has said that, but uh, let me confirm. I believe Travis did tell them. He said he he didn't say, like, I am retiring, but he said it's crossed his mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean – when whenever a guy reaches certain uh, status and you know you win that Super Bowl, you you know you made the All Pro teams. 
you kind of start to run out of accolades. You know, mm-hmm. you start you start to run out of stuff that you're you're looking for. You know, from the game of football. So. You, you you start thinking about your future, you know, uh, what type of health you want to have after the game. And, mm-hmm. you know, it wouldn't be the first time we saw a dynamic player just call it quits. You know, uh, one of the best running backs of all time, Barry Sanders, just up and called it quits out of nowhere. Sure. You know, and uh, everybody always wonder why he does that. But uh, I guarantee you that some of those hits that he didn't take later on in his career has allowed him to, you know, uh, keep a little bit of his health later on in life. Yeah, yeah, that is a that is a good point because oftentimes fans we don't really think about what happens after you guys stop playing. <laughs> we only think about what's no. happening during career, but it just goes kind of you know downhill after that. But here's the quote from Travis Kelsey on Wall Street Journal. They asked him, "Have you thought about retirement?" And he said, "More than anyone could ever imagine." So maybe that's just because his new life with Taylor Swift is going to be much more fun than playing in the NFL. I think that's. Uh, I was just gonna say that scraps. I was like, well, you know, he can, he can just go and be a stay at home dad if you know if he ends up you know tying the knot of staying with Taylor Swift because she has plenty of bank. She does, and he's just like flying to Argentina on her jet now. Like he's he's got the life right now, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens with him. But that would be a good excuse as to why you want to step away from the game early. It's because I want to go fly on Taylor Swift jet the rest of my life. I can't blame him him either. So we just happen to talk about the Chargers every week, not because I want to or not because we're targeting them, but it seems like at this point Brandon Staley has hit his wits end, and I got to think that he's losing the locker room at this point. So I I, want to ask you, what's what's the diagnosis on losing the locker room? How does it happen? What does it look like? And do you think the char or do you think Brandon Staley has lost the Chargers locker room? Uh, I, you know what? It's not hard to lose a locker room. You know, um, if you continue to say the same thing over and over and over again, and it <laughs> yeah. doesn't happen, you know, like naturally you're gonna lose some people. You know, and and, and I just think that him just kind of staying in that same routine of we're going to be okay, like. We don't have to worry about anything, you know what I'm saying? We have a great team, and then they keep on losing. It's like he's having to eat those words every mm-hmm. week, you know. Uh, so when, when you when you when you're saying stuff like that and you're trying to stay consistent, you you got to rack up some W's. You got to put some wins together to keep that locker room, you know what I'm saying, motivated. And I just think that you know you saw the frustration from him. I mean, I think he believes in what he's saying, but when you're when you're coming back with an L, you you know you're going to get that criticism. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think he knows, or I think he believes what he's saying too. But it's like you you if you keep telling your team that he's the guy for the job, and you keep losing, and you still say that, then it doesn't it doesn't hit the same. It's like, wait, why are you the guy for the job? We keep losing, but I, I think that's going to be um, a very interesting story the rest of the season because it doesn't seem like he's going to get fired, but. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Go ahead. They only fire 14 or two coaches at (laughs) times. That's true. That is very, very true. They don't fire the ones that need to be fired. They fire the ones that didn't need to be fired. Anyway, we won't go down that path today, Marcus. We're talking to Marcus McNeil, former left tackle for the San Diego Chargers, so he's allowed to say that about the 14 and two. Last question. When 
you know, the Panthers drafted Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud went to the Texans. And obviously C.J. Stroud has made much more noise than Bryce Young has made. But I got to think in the back of Frank Reich's mind, he's thinking, did I make a mistake by drafting Bryce Young first overall? So when do you start to get a little worried? What do you think about this whole Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud thing? Ooh, I mean, I, I think that CJ is doing a, a tremendous job. He did throw three interceptions this week, which uh, but they still come out with the W, so that makes everything better. But to be honest, Bryce Young being with the Carolina Panthers, they just have so many things that I just feel like they need to fix in that organization right now. And you can't put the entire blame on Bryce. He He went to a team who, you know, didn't make the changes that you would want to see, whereas Houston made some changes, you know, mm-hmm. where you want to see. They bought in a new head coach, you know. They got them some big-time receivers to play with. So I just think, like, from top down, the Houston Texans are winning, like, the executive game where they're making the right moves to put their team in the best position. And right now the Carolina Panthers, you know, uh, just don't seem to be doing that. You know, I would have expected to see them – to make uh, more trades at the deadline to kind of get Bryce Young some help, beef up that O-line a little bit, and, you know, uh, j- just get some coaching in there that we be- they believe in. So when when they're not making those types of moves, I just think that uh, Houston's winning the executive game. Yeah, that, that's a good point, the executive game. I haven't thought about it that way, but you're right. Houston has done more to give – C.J. Stroud some weapons than Carolina has. And Carolina, I mean, they've made some terrible decisions as a franchise. They went with Matt Rule as their coach, which definitely did not work. They got a new owner, um, and he's making all these these hires. But some some teams just know what they're doing. Isn't that true, Marcus? Man, absolutely. You know, you, you just got to – it starts from top down, right? You know what I mean? Like, if you look at teams that are struggling sometimes, you know, you just pay attention – there seems to be a rift between, you know, whether that's the owners, GMs, and coaches and players. Like, somewhere within those four layers, there seems to be a little bit of discontent going. That is true. That is true. Well, thank you so much, Marcus, for joining us on Thanksgiving Eve. Appreciate you coming on each and every week. He has been so good to us this season. And uh, I'm just going to, you know, name drop and say Marcus is my friend. So thank you for being my friend, Hi. Marcus. My guy, man. Hey, man, y'all, everybody out there just enjoys much macaroni and cheese, collard greens, <laughs> turkey, cranberry, whatever, pumpkin. No, nah, we eat sweet potato pie over here, but y'all just enjoy yourself. Happy Thanksgiving, Scrape. You too, Marcus. Marcus McNeil with the sweet potato pie. Not a good sweet potato fan. Anyway, thanks, Marcus, for joining us. All right, we get back. Starts our best of hybrid part of the show and we will hear from A.J. Casavell. He's the one who broke the news to us yesterday, so we got him on the show, and he explained everything that he knows about Mike Schilt and the hiring of, uh, of being the Padres manager. I wish I could get that out a little bit more clean, but I'll try again on the other side on 97.3 The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? 
Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.